0: Good morning, and welcome to Jew in the City Speaks with your host, Allison Josephs, also known as Jew in the City. I had an interesting evening last night, so I think it was like, I don't know, a little over a year ago, I got this fun message from YouTube which said, congratulations, you've broken 5,000 subscribers, and now, you know, I guess kind of you're more important to us to start mattering that we want to start working with you and getting you more involved, so... Um, there's this New York YouTube headquarters where people with at least 5,000 subscribers can gain access to use studios and equipment. And they invited me to an event to, you know, network and kind of learn how to optimize the channel, make more money from it. Um, I couldn't find a babysitter um, <laughs> for this event. I'd actually just been traveling and speaking. And then it was like the next day after I got back and... Um, that's just kind of part of the complicated thing of being a working mother. Um, so I had to um, tell YouTube sorry, um, and I kind of forgot that they gave us access to use their studios because I just kind of got busy with you know starting Project Macom and building boards and fundraising and doing all the other stuff that we are doing here at You in the City, having a radio show. And then, a few days ago, um, I got another email from them, and there was another event, um, and it was for a multicultural voices uh, meeting, and so it was super exciting to be invited to that. Um, It's interesting. It was most of the people that were at the event last night were um, from, you know, minority communities, you know, black, Hispanic, Asian, that sort of a thing. And I don't think there were really any other Orthodox Jews at the event itself, Um, but it was so interesting to hear um, some of the people on the panel talking about how, you know, it's so annoying to always see stereotypical characters, you know, on uh, television shows, and why can't the character, you know, be a regular person who happens to be black? And I was, like, listening, and I was like, amen, sister. So anyway, um, I kind of did the, you know, scan around the room for, you know, other Jews, which I, you know... Didn't really find so much. Someone wished me a mazel Tov, So I guess there was one Jew, um, though he did not seem to be observant type. And kind of as it was over, I bumped into this guy um, who was like Jew in the city. I was like, oh, finally, you know, someone on YouTube recognizes me, but um, turns out, you know, he was uh, you know, uh, part of the, I guess, observant YouTube crowd. Um, and I recognized him as well. His name is Mayor Kalmanson, um, And his videos are awesome. Um, you've probably seen them if you are Jewish and ever go online because they've gone quite viral. He has over 17,000 YouTube subscribers and almost 6 million YouTube views. And just to put it into perspective, um, Jew in the City doesn't even have 2 million YouTube views. I mean, like we've got a big brand and we've got a big following, but like um, getting millions of YouTube views uh, views is actually not so easy. Um, And Mayer is really um, a master of viral YouTube hits. And I think it's because he's Just super creative and zany and maybe just like full of happiness and joy and you know even just looking at his bio um he is the creative director of amk productions um and he's a writer and a producer and a screenwriter and an actor and then he says and a friend that's in his bio because i think that's kind of what um you know he brings into his his videos. so mayor um it was great to bump into last night and it's so great to have you on the show today and yeah thanks for joining us
1: Hey, Austin. Thank you so much for having me. Um, yeah, how crazy was that? Was, it, was really, it was really nice to see a familiar face, even though we never met, you know, formally face to face. I always uh, observed from afar Jew in the city and whatnot. So I was like, hey, I know that lady. Yeah, so I came yeah, and said, so Hi. It was
0: like, you know, it's interesting. I guess, you know, in certain, just like the Jewish world, we, like, know each other. It seemed like a lot of people from, you know, the YouTube world and the minority community kind of, it was their chavra, which was nice, and it was nice to be a part of, but I was like, oh, like, I don't know anyone here, so it was definitely, you know, a nice moment to connect with someone like that. And, yeah, the way that social media is before you would even met someone, I was like, oh, sure, I know that guy, the, you know, dancing behind people guy and the, you know, high-fiving guy. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I've also uh, watched your work from afar and it was definitely nice to connect like that. So so what brought you to YouTube last night? You were not part of the minority um, uh, conference or, you know, uh, panel that I was on. You were doing something else there.
1: Yeah. So as you mentioned, um, once you break 5,000 subscribers, I think they're going to change that even uh, soon enough uh, to have even lower subscriber rate. But um, you're able to have access to the studio space and equipment. And even more than that, you they have classes which they give. And they fly in people, professionals from around the country, to give these classes, whether it's how to use certain equipment, whether it's cameras or lighting. Um, and also, some of the classes they have are how to op- optimize your channel, how to build and grow an audience. Um, so I've been taking these classes over the past while just to so a um, learn, and also be, uh, to interact and to, as much as possible, be part of this YouTube community and be surround myself with these creative indir- individuals and creators who are, have this hunger to just make things and put out, um, great content. So, um, so I you were doing at, I this before, you,
0: you this. went viral before you got to YouTube classes, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, um, I was fortunate enough to, a year ago, uh, before the space, um, I believe you opened up officially, uh, over a year ago, to have yeah, High Five New York go viral. Um, that brought in uh, a bunch of subscribers. But even back then, I didn't really understand the power um, of YouTube and what it means to, to build and to optimize a channel and, and whatnot. So I just let it go and organically it just took off. Uh, but now, over the, over the past few months, I've been learning to see how one could take this YouTube channel, which is just a platform to show off your videos and to connect and share. But also to make it into a business and how to um, really make it grow.
0: Totally. So, oh, so let's, to I, let's go back. Yeah. Because yes, you know, since a Jew in the city, we talk about like you know Orthodox Jewish stereotypes and people have us in boxes and have certain ideas about you know what we can do and who we are and that sort of a thing. Let's go back to your background. So you're a Hasidic Jew. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm Chabad. Um, was born in uh, Brooklyn, but grew up mostly in grew up in New Haven, Connecticut. Um, and then just about like two years ago, I moved back to Brooklyn, correct?
0: I've heard there's a few other Chabadniks there. So, um, <laughs> so did you, um, so, so, so out of towner, you know, uh, Lubavitcher, um, and, and then you got into video making. So that's not like the typical trajectory for your average Chabad guy, correct?
1: I suppose so. Yeah, it definitely, the, the two don't, um, the, yeah, the two categories don't really fall, fall together that that often. I just actually had recently a journalist do a story about me on this topic, about being a religious Orthodox Jew and being a filmmaker YouTuber. So it's, it's definitely that, it definitely rings some bells, and it's an interesting story, and people are picking up on that. Um, but for me, I... I, growing up, maybe whether it's growing up, out, quote, unquote, out of town, or my, you know, growing up in, a, in my household, my parents are amazing, um, right, my, my personality, I've always from a young, young age always had these um, dreams and ambitions to to perform and to act and, and to story tell, mm-hmm. and I always incorporated that throughout my throughout my life, whether it's, you know, signing up to the school plays or going to camp as a camper or a staff member and arranging the, the again, writing. And, and acting in the, in the plays in camp, uh, getting kids involved through games and interact, interactive activities. Um, later on, when I was in uh, shulchas in Singapore, I started the first Exodus um, interactive storytelling of the of the past Pesach story, mm-hmm. um, and we built these sets, and we, it was like it was amazing, and like it was never done before, and they loved it. Until today, they still do it. So like, I've always tried to incorporate it within my life, and always try to find ways how to act and how to entertain um, others and bring, really ultimately bring smiles and joy to other people through this medium. And So, so I, can, I, I should take um, it back
0: a little bit because I feel like actually Chabad is kind of known more for creativity and more for being like involved in technology, so maybe it's more but meaning like did you ever feel like the pressure to like, you know, go on shlichus as like a permanent thing, like that's sort of the, the track for some Chabanics or was it always in your family, mm-hmm. in your mind that like you would, you know, have a different road or a different path?
1: Well, the, the term shlokas is a very broad, broad term. Um, emissary to go out to reach out to. I mean, yes, there's a traditional what we know about of, of a couple going out to a deserted or exotic uh, place in the world and building a community from scratch. Um, and then there's those you know people have their own personal shlokas where, where in the day-to-day. Uh, you know, life where they go out and they represent, try to spread a message and connect. So, um, as a pressure, I never really felt that. Uh, I'm maybe those there are people that do. They grow up in a, in a community, in a household where it's, it's pressured onto them to go on this sort of path. Uh, my parents were very open-minded and letting me to decide on what uh, they just wanted me to be happy. Of course, yeah. to be from Jew and be happy. So um, there was no pressure, to, so to speak, to be a uh, to be a quote unquote shliach in a certain in, in that demographic in that sort of way, but. Um, they, I mean, it was always it crossed my mind. It was always something part of it, and I still and it's still something which I would consider um, to do. But I stu, I do consider um, what I'm doing right now um, a form of shulchus, um and uh, trying to, to spread that the message of happiness, positivity um, through through my work.
0: It's interesting because we had, I don't you know, the guy that um, started this company, Jaybrick. They take like Legos and they make um, like Jewish, uh, you know. I don't know, designs out of them. They give you, like, you know, what uh, instructions how to make menorahs and sadaka boxes. So, this guy was telling me, Rez Chabad also, that he did feel a certain pressure to kind of like toe the line. And he was like, you know, in shop and, um, you know, construction and very kind of atypical in that way. Um, but then when he started this company, because he was really into Legos, um, he ended up making menorahs with instructions how to build menorahs and then information about Hanukkah. And I said, like, you're doing shlichas. Like, you're, this is your. And I think it's so much more powerful when. Um, you can, you know, do something that's important to you sort of in terms of the meaning but then you can incorporate your personal interests and talents to, to make it yours. So I think that's definitely, um, you know, kind of w- what you seem to be doing. So okay, so we mentioned your high-fiving video in New York, so that was your first viral hit?
1: Um, that's the first viral hit on my channel. There's, a, there's a video that's not on my channel uh which is which also went viral has a i think to date uh a million point 6 views on youtube um plus the other ones that have passed around on different platforms uh which was uh this social experiment we did to see how in the city that never sleeps how people would react if someone slept on uh someone's shoulder on the subway it went it was uh, inspired by the picture that went around where actually there was um, a man who fell asleep on a uh another guy i think he's a jewish guy actually um, where and and someone asked him like you're let, allowing this man to like sleep on you on this uh, rest his shoulder his head on your shoulder he was like yeah you know we all been there we all have long days let him rest and so that was really beautiful to see this act of kindness um, just on again in that setting so we decided to go out and see how many other people would do allow that to happen that that took off it pulled out the people's heartstrings and that I think from that video actually it was like whoa this is really cool this is you know it's, it sort of made the gears in my head turn and you know, that's got
0: me going. So it seems like, I guess, if we sort of go through your videos, a lot of your videos, you prey on strangers, <laughs> but not in a bad way. You do unexpected things to strangers, and then the reactions um, are shocking and funny and heartwarming. Would you say that's kind of like a theme that runs through between sleeping on strangers, high-fiving strangers, dancing behind people's backs? Is that kind of like for a lot of the...
1: Um, it's it's definitely part of it, but I like to look at it um I, you know I don't consider myself like a prankster or sort I mean I like to uh, laugh along with people instead of yeah. you know focusing on one person and like let's laugh at them, even though it might be funny and even though it get lots of hits but I think it's I, i'm I'm a true believer of saying to a um to a vo- to your own voice and to yeah. you know not get bought in by you know what will get you more views which which unfortunately people uh do because it's 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 easy so um i mean but To get back to what you were saying, yes, I mean, I definitely like to, what i like to do is build, like, take our day-to-day realities that we think, um, whether it's like the commute on the subway, which could be cold and, you know, non-friendly or, you know, just waiting for a cab, and bring this life to it and show a different perspective on how we can make that more interactive and connect with our fellow commuter or talk to somebody or, you know, just give someone a high-five, just to realize that, you know that we're not that far from each other. We could really just reach out and change someone's life and bring bring a smile to them.
0: Because so. New Yorkers are so yeah. unfriendly. So the High-Fiving New York video, so just to take people through if they haven't seen it, they should check it out. And, and what's your YouTube channel, by the way, so people listening can um, run over now and take a look at what you're doing?
1: The YouTube channel right now is AMK Productions, AMK Productions. But soon enough, we'll be changing it to uh, Mayor K., it's Mayor a, K. Well, okay, guess, um, so they can go over to AMK Productions
0: yeah. for now. Later, Mayor M-E-I-R Productions. Sorry, Mayor K Productions. Wait, Mayor K. Yes? Mayor, Mayor M-E. K. M-E. Right oh. now, yeah. Right now,
1: AMK Productions.
0: Got it. Okay. So um, so this um, high-fiving New Yorkers, so people are just out, just in their own little world, right, um, putting their hand out to hell at cafes, a taxi cab, and you start running through and high-fiving them just like through the city. That's yeah, amazing.
1: exactly, exactly. So my videos range from anywhere between, like, more general um, messages of positivity, happiness, human connection, and then I, you know, the Jewish boy inside me comes out, and I'll, like, make a video around, like, an, like an old Jewish joke and bring that to life, or there's these video I made, Evolution of Hasidic Dance, which was much, uh, much more geared to the Hasidic and Jewish community.
0: So, oh, um, the Evolution of the Dance, that's also you, that also, oh, so we actually posted you recently on our, on our BuzzFeed, did you see that?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I did see that. I shared that.
0: Yeah, yeah. It
1: was about like how these... Hasids are schooling your dance, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I was like,
0: this would be a great topic if people... Because I think people perceive, you know, the Orthodox community and especially the Hasidic community. I know from myself growing up, not religious, um, I would see these men in beards and hats and coats and be like, they're so serious. They're always like, just look so severe and serious and um, I love the idea. I mean, you're so the opposite of that. You're so light and funny. But let me ask you, in your videos, you never look specific. Like, I feel like you look more like a hipster than an Orthodox Jew. Is that like consciously, or is that kind of just how you're going around? Yeah, is, it, you okay. know, is that something you've thought about, or?
1: It's a good question. Um, well, it depends. For most of my videos, like for example, the evolution of Catholic dance, you know, I look like a Hasidic Jew with the white yeah. shirt and the and the black pants and, sure. and the armchair on my head. Um, And then from the, you can see the other social experiments and and index I do around the city. Yeah, um, right now my look is backwards cap, more casual clothing. Um, The cap is something which I do because I do want to cover my head. It's not a way of wearing my Yamako when I'm out there. And um, and when I, again, when I'm right now, what I'm representing, it, I am automatically a Jew and, and Yid and, and an Orthodox Jew, and it's always going to, never going to hide that fact. But when I'm out in the video, making a video like that, I'm just right now trying to get a reaction. I'm trying to bring out a, a, a message of positivity and happiness, in general, mm-hmm. and to go about um, you know approaching and automatically people are going to frame me into, like you said, oh, I'm going to see this guy with a beard and Yama coming out, and yeah. it won't necessarily like. Bring out the kind of reaction that I'm looking for. Always it's so after interesting we talk to think about
0: how th- your videos might. I totally agree for the purpose of you know doing what you did, and I love the idea of like the bigger you know sort of um, ideas that we can all get behind. Like again, as I'm sitting in this multicultural event last night, and these like you know black and Hispanic panelists are talking about you know, things that they feel or, like, shame that they feel when someone in their community does something bad. I was talking to a woman next to me. You know, that's, like, Chil Hashem, like, what we have, you know, and that they have the equivalent in their community. So I love the universal things that bring different types of people together. And, but I just wonder, like, how, I wonder what those videos would have been like if you had looked like, you know, an Orthodox Jew or a Hasidic Jew, how people might have, which is a little bit sad, like, on society's side, you know, um, how we judge each other. Um, And I totally get that you, needed to kind of be more undercover in those ways, um, but it's sort of an interesting thing to, um, to consider. Um, and so also my engineer just said before that you had a video about people bouncing on beds?
1: Yeah. Oh, yes. I, um, yeah, so a few months ago for High Lifeline, I, I um, a volunteer for an organization called High Lifeline. For those who don't know, it's a, uh, an amazing nonprofit which helps uh, kids and families with uh, cancer and chronic illnesses. They do amazing work, amazing work. So I've been involved with them for the past uh, few years and uh, to bring awareness for the you know, amazing work that they do, which ultimately what they do um, is they, make, they help kids be kids again, you know, because, you know, uh, for, for those who hopefully do, will never have to know, to go through all these treatments and to go through what they have to, um, they forget what it means to have fun and to be a child again. So what we did was we put out a, uh, a, king, a queen-size bed with the frame and the mattress and all, with pillows and linens. And we set up in, uh, throughout New York City, Columbus Circle, Union Square, Times Square. Ridiculous. And we got people. We placed it down and we stepped back on the actual bed and said, be a kid again, jump on me. And then we just saw as people just tapped into their inner child. And what else, you know, how else could be a child when jumping on a bed? So they came, they jumped on their bed, they had pillow fights. It was, it was amazing. It was truly amazing to see how people just let go of their inhibitions and, and, you know, guys in business suits and, and an army soldier and whatever. Every stereotype that we might have thought that would never have jumped on a bed in New York City, they did it, and they broke that stereotype. And it just shows that, like, yeah, automatically from afar, we'll judge somebody, we'll size someone up from the way they look or the way they walk or talk. But ultimately, we have that underlying current of, of emotion and being a human. And once we connect them, then I realize that, you know there's
0: we just one so you know we see um the cuts that you show us like we see what you want to you know and being part of the editing process, I don't actually film or edit, but I'm, you know, involved with our editor as we're doing stuff. We don't always know what, what there is to see. Is there stuff that we're not seeing when you're high-fiving people and, like, someone started yelling at you or you're dancing behind someone in What your video? You're dancing behind people in Jerusalem without them seeing, um, which is hilarious and amazing also. Are there ever any negative reactions when someone's like, hey, what are you doing? You're, you know, this made me uncomfortable that you kind of crossed this boundary that normally doesn't get crossed?
1: Yeah, good question. I mean, yeah, to see—I mean—to see a lot of the back uh, behind the scenes of, of what goes into the video. I mean, people can check out my Instagram and Snapchat. But to see about the reactions of what people get and the negative reactions. To be honest with you, I do give thought into um, everything that I do and don't enter a situation where I would think it would harm somebody or make them uncomfortable. Um, are, and for the most part, let's you know, say, for example, high five New York. I had the whole day. No one, no one said anything like derogatory or mean. Um, some people would just give like a, a look of carelessness and like whatever. Like you know, it's New York City. But there was never a like a confrontation or or anger brought up from from what I was doing. So, yeah. um, which I which I'm, yeah, which I'm happy because that would be the opposite of what I'm trying to achieve.
0: Hm. Um. Very interesting. Um. I feel like I've seen videos where like someone will go into a restaurant and just like start eating someone's french fries off their plate kind of like sometimes i have these questions yeah like, oh, like i want to do that <laughs> you want to do that
1: no i mean i wouldn't do something like that i mean i'm sure it's funny and i mean the reaction like to push someone to that you know awkward and yeah scenario you get some some um, like pretty cool footage but it's. I mean, again, you have to go back to like what what kind of message you're putting out there and what kind of brand you're trying to trying to promote. Um, it's for me. It's not just about being com- comedic or funny, uh, or, contain- or, or entertaining or entertaining. It's. I'm trying to view it more deeper than that and have a bit more meaning or message behind my videos positive for something which a family could watch together and something which someone could walk away and say hey that was cute. that was funny that was moving um... but i you know i learned from that or you know just for a realization to what's going on in my life which happens because i've had been getting lots of lots of emails and facebook messages and comments from people from around the world jewish and non-jewish mm. um, anywhere from germany from iceland throughout mm. america and australia all reaching out saying, like, this specific video or just the general channel has made their day better, you know, going through mm-hmm. exams or school or someone they broke up with, whatever it is. It's always that underlying message of how it made their day better, how it made them smile, how it made them laugh. That's and, awesome. Um, um, um,
0: yeah. So, but people usually don't associate with you with being Jewish. I'm saying, have you ever heard from a secular Jew or a non-Jew that... yes. Um, and how do yes, they have. figure um, that out? And kind of what kind of feedback do they give
1: you? Well, because also once you go through my videos on YouTube and there's related videos and whatnot. So I've been on TV multiple times, and while I'm interviewed, um, I we speak about how I'm being Jewish, and some of the articles written up, uh, it's mentioned that I'm Jewish. So people will be like, oh, my gosh, you know, hey, I didn't know that you were Jewish. So I'm like, this is a crazy. Uh, I'm also Jewish, you know, maybe not as Orthodox. And they'll start opening up about their own personal life and their connection. And, and just, we'll just start talking. And once or twice I've actually led people to, like, a local synagogue or how to find That's kosher awesome. food. So
0: Very cool. Um, do you, like, I know the stuff that I do, you know, we do with you do in the city, I don't we don't try to make it controversial, but I guess because religion is like sort of a fraught topic and there's all sorts of baggage people have, you know, or maybe because I'm a woman and some people, you know, to the right of me don't think that a woman should be on a video. So although, you know, we get so much positive feedback and life changing type of stories and people really begin their religious journey because of Jew in the city, we hear from the people that are angry, you know, either the anti-Semites or the, you know, you're a woman shouldn't be doing this or orthodoxy is horrible. Your channel spreads so much light and love and happiness, but are there still haters for what you're doing?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, as the saying goes, haters will hate. You know, so really? but yeah. What, what I can mean, I don't like using that. Complain about,
0: about mayor? Uh,
1: what?
0: I'm saying, like, what could they possibly complain about? Yeah, well, well, I
1: mean, I I don't like using the word hate, but and I don't think they do hate. Uh, but I feel like when people, everybody has their own opinion, and I I, I came to terms. Um, with it on, on, uh, early on well, once you're putting yourself in the public domain and and putting yourself out there like that um there's always going to be people um who will who will not necessarily see eye to eye and see what you're trying to you know put out there mm-hmm. so um, you know i and and it's okay and and getting i would re, i am an emotional guy I like to connect i like to I like to hear what people have to say. And when I read certain comments and people's point of views, it would, it would bring a sort of light to me and also, like, it would make me, you know, sad. But, uh, but then I look at all the positive feedback I'm getting back, and ultimately also you have to look within oneself and, and really evaluate where, where you're holding, where you want to go, and if you're comfortable with that and you have a, a family and friend, a support group, which, which you know you're doing the right thing, you're doing, you're doing something right, then that's all that you could that's all you could wish for and that's all you could aim for and just try to be be better at that and, and push that whatever it is that you're pushing.
0: And totally. so, so I th-
1: continue and, and it won't deter me from what I'm trying to do.
0: So I have two thoughts about the the haters thing. Number one um, there's this amazing um, comic that The Oatmeal did where he has a picture of himself, or I guess his like oatmeal character, how he feels after reading 10,000 positive comments and he's like on the top of the world and he's so happy. And then right next to it says how he feels after reading one negative comment and he looks like he's ready to kill himself. And it's like, I feel like it's so, um, it so spoke to me because we can have all this positive feedback and then the one person comes in and they're like, this is a horrible, you're the worst. And it's like, ah, But um, what I've come to realize is it's so much more about whatever that person's going through. They took the time to, like, write something negative. Like, who does that? Like, only someone that, like, is trying to somehow, I don't know, make themselves feel better by making someone else feel worse. But the second thing I realized about the haters is that if you look in the Torah and if you look at, you know, Korach and the rebellion against Moshe Rabbeinu, you could be chosen by God. You could literally be appointed by the creator of the universe and you'll still have haters because ultimately... I think what the Torah is meant to teach us is that with leadership comes dissent with you know, being in that position, um, automatically you're going to have someone who's jealous, who wants to take you down. And it's just sort of like, I think when you come to accept that that's part of the package, then you need to talk to your family and friends and you know rabbis and people that you look up to to make sure that you're kind of in a space that's appropriate and sort of good for who you are. But then realize that no matter how careful you are, there's always going to be someone there who wants to take you down. Just before we close up, can you tell us anything anything upcoming or anything recent that you've done that people should uh, take note of?
1: Um, yes, well, I am definitely uh, going to continue the um, Evolution series. So, you had the Evolution of Pacific Dance, so I want to do a couple of videos around that as well. Uh, not the same, 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 but different. Um, and yeah, re- like, um, we're going to be starting a, a, a weekly vlog soon as well, which will give uh, insight into uh, my own personal life, uh, behind the scenes, anyone that's interested in the kind of work that I'm doing to get just a bit, to get a, a deeper yes. sense of what, go, go, what goes into it, what's going on, and uh, a, daily, a daily, a weekly dose of motivation and inspirational talks. So there's a lot going on on the channel. We'll be posting uh, weekly. We've been doing it for the past few months. So for those who aren't uh, subscribed yet, check out AMK Productions. And for those who are, I really appreciate your support and your love. Thank you so much for watching.
0: Well, thank you so much, Mayor, for uh, joining us today. Like I said, I'm so happy that uh, I bumped into you last night and we made the the real-life connection because it's kind of neat to, you know, sort of be, both sides be watching or noticing each other's work from afar, Um, but getting a chance to, you know, make the personal connection, getting a chance. Yeah, I love it. Woo! Yeah, no, I'm saying, like, we schmoozed for, like, a few minutes last night at YouTube, but, like, it's just so fun to get to know you now, like on the radio. Um, so that's really cool, um, and I would love to, you know, find a way maybe to collaborate. I would love, like, on my wheel the wheels in my head are turning. Like, what what is social experiment with an Orthodox Jew look like? Like, how could we kind of challenge people's perceptions or get them? We're gonna chat more after this. Uh, this show is over to figure out maybe if there's a way that we can kind of have our brands merge and, uh, you know, do something that's never been done before. So um, thanks so much for joining us today. And thank you all for listening. And you can find us same time, same place next week. All the best.